to passion you know let's completely sacrifice the road race mm-hmm. because i was so sure i was going to perform in the itt mm-hmm. and i still believe that's a, a huge possibility and of course i have an entire year to uh, to work towards that um uh, and prove it but um yeah i mean if there's one thing i will change for next asian championships i'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket you know right. i'm going to figure out some way to be prepared for the road race and the and the itt because to uh, not finish the road race was really hard mm. i've started four asian championships road races the first one i haven't finished of course the fact that i was unhealthy uh, didn't help it yeah the only way to deal with it is to have something to look forward to right something that's bigger uh something that's uh yeah ultimately you have to uh <laughs> that that cheesy saying right there's a reason why the the windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror right <laughs> um yeah it's because if your rear view mirror is bigger than your windshield you're going to end up crashing into something you're going to end up stopping right mm-hmm. can't move in this sport by trying to please people you just focus on yourself and you focus on your performance and you make sure that you're taking the steps you need to improve you know mm-hmm. and so uh yeah i thought about that in the moments you know in the few mo- moments after and for a day or two after and then i was like you know what snap snap yourself out of this just focus on yourself right ignore everything else ignore all the competition all of that uh you've been here before you know what it takes to you know to perform at the top level you just have to get through all those hoops right mm. and that's a choice you have to make it's different being an elite athlete representing your country versus just being someone who's pushing themselves in training every day right, right. um in training every day you have no one to disappoint except yourself and your expectations uh when you're representing the country you have to uh you know you're also kind of trying to appease the the people who make the decisions right uh so how do you get over a disappointment like this you yeah, have bigger goals in front of you I am Baiki Vinki and this is the Working Athlete podcast. Here I talk to working athletes from all walks of life and experts from various sports to provide you with inspiration, training tips, time management and lifestyle advice. If this is something that interests you, please make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any future episodes. In this episode, Navin John breaks down his and Team India's performance at this year's Asian Championships. Failures are as much a part of sport as successes. In fact, in sport we fail more times than we succeed. We talk about how he deals with disappointment of failure at something that he worked so hard towards for the last 2 years. We talk about the performance gaps with the top guys at Asian level and what it takes to bridge those gaps among other things. It was an insightful chat as always. With that, let's get into my conversation with Navin John on Asian Championships. Welcome to the Working Athlete Podcast, Enjay. Count count number is it number four? Five. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Good to be back. <laughs> so let's talk. Uh, you know, I wanted to sit down and. talk about the recent uh, asian champs and you know how 
how we prepared for you and yeah. Indian team yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, uh, I guess first off, it's not so recent, right? I mean, it happened almost uh, oh, three weeks now. No, yeah, coming yeah. up on three weeks, right? <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> and uh, it took uh, it took a while uh, to kind of just get over it. I was forced to take a little bit of a break because our bikes uh, didn't get to us till two weeks after. Mm. So, like, literally last week is when we got our bikes. Mm. Um, so, kind of forced recovery from it, got some time to uh, think about how it went and um, and also not touch the bike and have to deal with that. So, it was pretty difficult mm. coming out of it. But um, <clears throat> how did it go overall? <clears throat> I mean, I think this is the first time I've gone to an event where I can say I was genuinely disappointed when I came back. Mm. Um, I, I mean, uh, it, uh, but also at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm just starting to kind of appreciate uh, the fact that um, it was the first, you know, in some sense, the first sign that, you know, we're moving out of this, this whole, you know, this pandemic two and a half years, because uh, it's the first time I travel outside the country. Um, uh, the first big competition at the top level again. Um, so it's, so grateful, but at the same time, you know, disappointed that uh, yeah. because you build it up for two and a half years, you build it up. Right? Yeah, you've been waiting for it <sighs> and so much, uh, looking forward to it. Exactly. And Probably the only reason I haven't retired from the sport, you know, and, yeah. and so two and a half years to come back to this and, and for short of the goals that I set for myself was painful. I haven't dealt with the grief fully yet, you know, but at the same time, uh, there's no point kind of dwelling on it too much so i'm kind of really looking forward um but uh yeah we can we can dig up some <laughs> dig up some wounds if you want <laughs> yeah 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 let us, yeah. Let us do that let's do it yeah and uh, maybe that will help uh, deal with that grief exactly yeah, yeah yeah acceptance, yeah, acceptance. <laughs> the final stage <laughs> of grief yeah so um uh, for uh, how many people went there? So it was a team of uh, four of us. Mm. Uh, it was supposed to be six, possibly even eight, mm. uh, because six riders usually get to start the team time trial and four usually start the road race. But uh, very dynamic kind of event, you know, being the first time after a pandemic. I mean, even the organizing nation, uh, you know, everyone was rusty. Organizers, mm. racers, uh, officials. Yeah, as after two, two and a half two years. And a half years uh, yeah. I'll tell you some anecdotes along the way about everyone's rustiness but uh, um, but two weeks before the event they had changed the distance of the team time trial from 42 kilometers to 24 they changed the distance of the ITT from 21 to 24 so the same course essentially for the TTT and the ITT and then the road race they had kept it the same uh, 174 kilometers uh, but since the TTT distance was cut down the last minute the team was cut down from six riders to four mm-hmm. and then the road race of course stayed at four riders to start right so uh, it's a little bit dynamic all the way till uh, the day we actually were traveling we didn't know how many of us would leave you know what the size of the team would be uh, but uh, fortunately <clears throat> I kind of knew that I was part of the team and I'd be starting all events because um, at this time for the first time uh, it was I wasn't sure I was starting everything because I was national champion because this time we actually had a trials that popped up yeah two three weeks before you had to travel to Delhi, I had to travel and to Delhi again and do the trials and 
oh, I spent, I mean, it was, it was financially challenging and you, cause you don't account for this, right. And a trip to Delhi, uh, with, with your TT bikes and, you know, uh, you have to do it efficiently. You can't go there, spend three days traveling and lose your fitness cause you have a bigger goal coming up. Right. So it was this big expense. I had to like, you know, break a fixed deposit and like <laughs> pay for tickets and pay for support on the ground. I paid for my own bodyguard over there who I made friends with, uh, at nationals. Fortunately, it was in, it was in the same place as nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I went there, got the job done. Um, up to the last minute, I was trying to avoid it for mm-hmm. two reasons. One was uh, three reasons. One was I knew it was an ideal lead into the big goal of the year. Right. So I was really resistant and hesitant to actually going there until the last minute. I was like trying to avoid it. Uh, but then speaking to the Federation, they, they just kind of made it uh, unavoidable. And then second, uh, any time you travel close to a big event like this in the atmosphere we're living in, it's a, it's a opportunity to get sick, right? Mm-hmm. Travel is just a stress you don't want to have to put in when you're two weeks away from hitting your peak fitness or three weeks away from hitting your peak fitness. Mm-hmm. And the third reason I didn't want to go was a little bit of, you know, just... Uh, uh, you always have a doubt, you know, you're in this big training load, uh, working towards, you know, uh, peaking in terms of the load that you're putting on your body. And, uh, you know, that your competition is probably not training as hard. And so there's this, there's this question in your head, oh man, I'm working my ass off. I'm really tired at the moment. The competition is probably super fresh. Am I going to be able to kind of, you know, perform right? Mm-hmm. And so there was a little bit of doubt and uncertainty. But then last minute, I kind of just dropped a message to my coach and, uh, and I was like, um, I was like, it's naive to think that I'm just going to get the chance to start and represent the nation. There's like 20 other riders who want that opportunity. Right. Uh, and so he said, you know, let's just go and, and show them what's up and, uh, went there and I put like two minutes into everyone, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably the biggest gap I ever put in a, in a time trial. Right. But in the back of my head, I knew we're compromising on that, you know, that, uh, chance to really have, a. a a special day mm. uh, when it comes to the Asian championships. And so it's always this balance, right? right. Uh, there's what's perfect, you know, to perform at this top level, but then there's always the challenges of, you know, just getting there. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's a tough one to handle. But yeah. Right, right. So three weeks before uh, uh, the big one, yeah. uh, you know, you still have to put in your best and yeah. maybe that is not quite the idea definitely not yeah. far from ideal you look yeah. at the numbers that was a week i was supposed to really kind of put myself in a hole and um to to not able to be not to be restricted from doing that to really push myself because i know that would put me in a really good place you know three weeks from now that was that was tough you know mm-hmm. so yeah numbers were great and you know i i I knew the outcome of it in some sense, but at the end of the day, yeah, you have yeah, to, yeah. you have to go there yeah. and prove it. So, right. yeah, so it's a shame. From, from then on, uh, the leading up to the, um, Haitian champs. Yeah, that, that was, that was another challenge, right? So, I mean, um, and, and this podcast might sound like a little bit of airing of dirty laundry, but uh, you know what, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the right, the wrong people probably don't listen to this podcast. So, uh, but yeah, it's always, um, you know, it's, it's, it's this push and pull, right? Mm-hmm. Indian road cycling is in this place where we don't have a program that's, it's probably the discipline of cycling that's right now receiving the least amount of, uh, focus, mm-hmm. um, 
and and um, uh, and the, there's the least amount of belief uh, um, at the federation level, so to speak. But it's 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 kind of a chicken or the egg situation, right? You have to perform. I mean, we as athletes have to perform to to um, you know to validate support, and then uh, but to get that to to perform, you need the support, right? Or at least you need obstacles to be removed out of the way and not be put in the way, you know, mm. these, these small things like um, impromptu trials and things like that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's part and parcel of being part of a sport when it's upcoming and growing and having the, these are the growing pains of a sport, of a, of, of, of a sports that's just trying to find its legs, you know, right. uh, in terms of actually producing results and stuff. I mean, it's been around a long time, mm-hmm. but to try and produce results at that next level, that's key to, opening up funding and things like that um that's part of the challenge so you've got to you've got to be willing to accept it and then just you know uh, balance things and and try and produce the results despite those challenges so, right yeah. right <clears throat> so how how did the rest of the three weeks go for you in terms of preparation pre- pre- <clears throat> i mean it wasn't preparing yeah i mean I, as I as I as I thought uh, that travel does yeah, ultimately it does in India anywhere travel takes a little bit out of you you know mm-hmm. um, uh, catching, a bit of extra yeah catching that yeah. you know six hour drive from Pehua to Delhi waiting in the airport for another six hours uh, catching that red eye flight landing at three a.m. your sleep cycle is messed up and you do that twice right flying that mm-hmm. flying back and uh, change in weather and. and and all of that stuff and and yeah you you know that's like okay it's one day the trials are but you know it's three days before and three days after that are kind of messed up a little bit mm-hmm. in terms of, so you lose almost six days of that ideal prep right um but you have to make the most of it and i came back and tried to you know find find the rhythm of training again and um uh, yeah, just looking at the performance metrics and stuff like that, you know, I knew I was like a couple of points. I lost a couple of points in, in terms of the CTL and the build. And uh, But yeah, ultimately, you just have to, uh, I mean, it's to some extent, athletes, as athletes, you just have to lie to yourself, right? <laughs> and say that, okay. Um, uh, maybe it gave me a bit of freshness. Maybe it gave me a bit of freshness, so I, so I could hit the five by fives at five watts more, you know, right. versus versus with that uh, fatigue. Mm. Uh, so yeah, again, it was a matter of kind of figuring it out, and then the next big challenge was actually figuring out travel dates because that was a very dynamic situation. Also, uh, you know, having Asian championships in these remote. Uh, uh, you know, ex-Soviet bloc countries that are not very open can mm. be very challenging because literally there's like two flights in there right. uh, a week mm. and um, we kind of uh, uh, booked our flight, I mean the the uh, the office booked our flights really last minute mm. and so instead of flying in on an ideal kind of two, three days before the event, we flew in a week before and that happened very suddenly again and uh, and uh, so I had to like, I was literally doing my workout and I receive a, a WhatsApp message saying, we're flying tomorrow. And I thought we were flying a week later. <laughs> so I had to pack up my road bike. Fortunately, I packed up my TD bike a week before. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I know yeah. stuff like this can happen. Uh, and I packed up my road bike, took a shower and, you know, literally hopped on a plane three hours after my last workout. So uh, challenging again, you know, and, and. Uh, then I had to spend a day in the airport uh, because um, I wasn't sure that I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't 
getting the information whether we were leaving on the 18th or the 19th, the Saturday or a Sunday, yeah, despite kind of pushing for it. And so I was like, I can't risk showing up to the airport and the team having left. So I, I went there a day earlier. Uh-huh. So I went, there, I went to Delhi a day earlier and then I was like, I had a day. And so I had to check into a hotel and uh, don't, I had to they get sh- a, don't they share the tickets and, and stuff like no, that? No, till, la- till the last minute, you know, very wow. closed about that kind of information, which is kind of, uh, yeah, kind right. of, uh, yeah, I know, right? right. It's, it's just part of, I, I think it's just, there's a little bit of uh, lack of organization on that front. Uh, uh, it's crazy, but to a large extent, this is why I'm so optimistic about, you know, the sport in India and, and kind of our performances and our ability to perform is because, you know, we put in, you put in this work and you, you know, you, you put in the resources, you do the trials and then really where the ball is dropped is in that last week you know, mm. in a lot of ways in terms of itinerary planning, in terms of, you know, tapering, you know, um, athletes, even the best in the country don't know what to do and they have no direction as to what to do. You know, mm. that one extra day I spent in Delhi, I uh, I was like, I checked into a hotel and and got a workout in in the gym, you know, because I know that three days off traveling leading to your biggest event, uh, when you have to do a 24K TTT, a 24K ITT, you know, a threshold over under effort, rest day, threshold effort, rest day, and 174 kilometer endurance event, mm-hmm. three days off and you're, you're done, you know, mm-hmm. three months work of work is undone in like four days. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yes. And no, to some extent, right. Mm-hmm. It's far from the ideal preparation and you're trying to, and this is like, there's 10 starters in, in each event. It's not like you're competing with 50 guys or 60 guys, right. Mm-hmm. Performance is like the field is really shallow is really shallow mm. but it is deep all the way to the bottom this is like the naveen of every country in asia mm. is lining up except yeah. some of them are genetically more gifted some mm. of them are resource way more you know 10x more supported right mm. so you can't afford anything to go wrong or non-ideally you know if you want a chance to compete and so it's just a matter of lying to yourself and all the way to the start line people from the outside typically look and say oh you go to the asian championships why aren't you looking to win right um that the reality of the situation is so much more complex mm. right um uh, and it's not a simple answer so right. yeah. so the three right. weeks leading up to it was challenging um and uh, but yeah you've got to adapt and you've got to burn through a lot of resources i mean you you i save up I save up for these last two two weeks uh, leading to an Asian Champions because I know you, you, you can just, it just lights up money, you know, yeah. it's like boom, it's yeah. like three lakhs down, you know, yeah. and you come back and you have no results to show for it. Mm-hmm. But it's part of the sport. Someone's got to, someone's got to burn that cash. And in this case, it's the athletes who are trying to kind of take that first step. And perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got there yeah, and the uh, first event. Yeah was uh, TTT, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, were, were there like nine teams? Uh, yeah, so it was uh, nine teams, yeah. Nine teams uh, started and uh, that was also a challenge. I mean, uh, I, I, that was the event we were gunning for. You know, we were gunning for like, I would say realistically a, a top a top five mm-hmm. um, because uh, 
not all the countries actually the strongest countries and lined up for this Asian championships because uh, uh, Japan, Korea, um, Hong Kong, uh, China actually sat this out because a lot of these countries are focused on the Asian Games which are happening in September. That's a huge deal. That's just one level below the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, winning an Asian Games medal can lead to huge amounts of funding for these for these, uh, for these these countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'd sat back, whereas winning a medal at the Asian Championships actually doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. It's a cycling specific event, whereas mm-hmm. if you win it at a multi-sport event, it's, it's, it's life-changing actually, you know. Uh, um, so, uh, so they were focused on that. So there was an opportunity for us there, and the federation recognized that, and they were pushing us to perform in this event. Uh, and for the first year, I said, you know, I'm I'm up for it. You know, usually I say I just want to focus on the TT. Uh, and in and so we went in. In fact, picking the team for this event was incredibly challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the riders who was part of the team, Manjeet uh, Singh from the Air Force, he actually didn't make the selection trials. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was because I requested that he be part of the team because I know it takes more than just power or able, uh, the ability to go faster on your bike in a team time trial. You really got to have guys who've done this before. Mm-hmm. And to have me, um, you know, the best in, in, in the non-employed kind of, you know, uh, category, uh, Arvind from the railways and then Manjeet from the services. These are like three best TTT riders for the past, of the past 10 years mm. in India, you know, right. uh, nobody has done more TTT efforts. So I really wanted Manjeet to be part of the squad. So even though he didn't make selections, I put my neck on the line a little bit and, uh, convinced him, uh, you know, uh, he didn't want to do it. <laughs> and, uh, but, but when I stuck my neck out for him, he was like, okay, let's do it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do this. Right. Um, so I was really looking forward to it. And then we had a fourth rider who was a newer rider from the railways, very strong though. I'm pretty sure we'll see him on the podium next year, Manjeet Kumar from the railways. And so it was the four of us, uh, but on race day, um, I mean, to be honest, I'd put two minutes into these boys, two and a half, uh, three minutes, three and a half minutes into Manjeet, two minutes into Arvind. These are like the biggest gaps I've ever put into these boys. And so I knew my level was significantly higher than them, but it's a team time trial. So I knew, you know, we had an open talk and discussion and we were like, okay, we're all at this level. Let's see how we can go really fast as a team, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so with one of our guys, Manjeet, the newer guys, he was really keen to prove himself. So whenever he would go to the front, he would surge. And so we had to control mm-hmm. we had to control his effort and tell him, hey, you're not at risk of not being on this team. You know, right. you just have to make sure that you control that, uh, don't let your ego come in the way. And then Arvind, of course, experience, you don't need to say anything to Arvind. He knows how to ride a team time trial. And, uh, and then Manjeet is like this guy who doesn't know how to shift his gear into anything less than a 56 uh, 12 <laughs> like the 13 14 doesn't exist uh, so he's a guy you know is going to go fast you know mm. uh, he's he's like army strong donkey strong you know yeah. uh, but um, on race day you know we fell short of um, seventh place by two seconds that was painful mm-hmm. to Indonesia um, and we fell short of uh, sixth place by about 30, uh, 35, 30, under 40 seconds mm-hmm. to Iran. And Iran is usually a really good team. Right. But it showed for the first time, we never come close to Iran. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason why this year we came so close was because as soon as you start take away the advantages that these other nations have, and every nation has an advantage. You know, with the Iranians, it's... Uh, 
you know it's their doping program but <laughs> but um, they also are very um, they know how to work the UCI Asian race scene to come into fitness mm. they didn't have access to that this year so all of a sudden the playing field was level you know so it's not like this it's not this pure genetic or like preparation thing it's like it's it's certain there are certain you know when you when you've been doing things a longer than you have and you you've had these experiences of how to come into shape at a at an event using resources around you um uh, that's the difference right, right. um india has never come into an asian championships by doing a racing block before Right. That's so, like standard. Other other countries do. Yeah, Iran does UCI one day stage races. Uh, the Astana guys are racing on the world tour level. You know, their team came from uh, Paris, you mm. know, mm. and their boys were finishing uh, no higher than 50th place or 150th place in some cases, you know, mm. but they come here having done that a week before, they recover for a week and then they're just like on a different level, right? right. So I mean it's 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 it can be argued that there is a genetic genuine genetic difference but that that last 2 3 weeks leading into it is everything you mm. know and um yeah i mean um, it's, it's is, a, is that ever a possibility for us to um, it is, it is to some extent right and and um, i mean the reason why the indian track sprint team uh has found success is because they don't drop the ball in the last last week mm. or in the last two weeks or three weeks the reason for that is it they don't depend on the system for their success they depend on one individual one person makes all the decisions booking tickets booking itineraries dialing in their training plan you know uh and making sure they execute their training plan making sure their um you know that they're, they're mentally on point and they're like in a positive frame of mind and they're not faced with uncertainties you know uh whereas uh, in the case of every other program or discipline in in indian cycling the system deals with everything you know there's an office uh guy in the office who books the tickets and then there's a completely other guy who who uh who has no idea about anything about performance or or, or the sport or or what the disciplines involve who who does the i don't know the hotel bookings or whatever right mm-hmm. so it's 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 this yeah it's it's there's no systems integration so, so for for, for the track yeah. team the one person is it's, the coach it's, yeah, the head coach yeah head coach. and so yeah and and so you're never going to find success when you have 10 people who have no real idea of what performing at the top level takes or making individual decisions in isolation yeah it's simple it's, it's yeah, at least if they kind of coordinate and do there would be a little yeah. you know yeah. it would be a little yeah. and, and you know i created this i mean there's a whatsapp group that's created and nothing ever gets said on it and so it was the first time that i was just like you know what i'm just going to start saying things on this like mm-hmm. telling guys to make sure that their tt positions were uci legal sharing the uci regulations making sure that even after i shared the pdf i highlighted it and you know 15 degree arm angles and 10 degree you know tip to pad angles and still mm-hmm. manjeet didn't change his uh, you know bike fit setup you know and when he was there two nights before he was sawing his extension you know okay. um so there's this this there's this and then how can you expect to perform out of the best tts in asia if you're sawing your tt bars two nights before right mm-hmm. even despite the fact that you know yeah. uh, there's someone with experience who's communicated that information right. to you right mm-hmm. the, the crazy thing is this time the irony was that even though i put pressure on the boys to make sure that tt bike setups were legal 
just to show how rusty the organization was, they didn't even have a jig this year. The UCI didn't have a jig to test whether the bikes were in regulation. Oh, know? okay. So Manjeet spent all this time <laughs> used at, like chopping out his alloy bars down, you know, and mm, we didn't have the whole of Manjeet because his position changed so much. Mm-hmm. You know, like usually he was like, bye. I was like striding with my saddle for like, you know, mm-hmm. half the race, you know, so... Yeah, so, but at the same time, you have to be within the rules. I'm glad we saw, saw this. Right, <laughs> you know, so right, at least right. the next time, next that time. isn't repeated, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, knowing Manjeet, he would have gone home and got some longer <laughs> extensions <laughs> and put those in by now. So, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's where we're lacking, you know, in that, um, that execution part. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so far, no one person has been given the, the reins to be able to kind of, um, you know, execute this and see this through from the beginning to uh, to 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 the day of performing, right? right? And it's as simple as that. That's where the top five is. That's where the podium is. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, it's a it's a battle, but hopefully we get there soon. Right. So that that was TTT. Yeah. Uh, then coming to your ITT, right? Yeah. That that you know, while the TTT was the team's realistic goal of success. Um, in my head and you know uh, with the work that i've done this season and with the work that i've done with my coach my my driving my entire thing my reason the ethere was the itt you know and and 24 kilometers uh, i mean broke it broke down the course i mean did everything you know and and um, but day before uh, so did the TTT felt really good, mm. right? And I was, I was, I was I mean, on one section of the course. Um, the boys were pulling at 60 k's an hour, and and then I came to the front and I was rolling 70 k's an hour, and and um, and everyone on the team just like were just like they did. No one had to say it, but everyone was just like let Naveen do this, <laughs> you know, that, that was the thing, you know, right. was, and we came back, we talked about it and we we're like, you are on another level, right? Mm-hmm. And so finished the TTT, I was really optimistic about the day after the ITT day, mm-hmm. uh, did my openers on the day in between. Uh, and I did the same openers before the TTT, had the TTT, openers again, and then ITT. Mm-hmm. And the openers that I did the day before the ITT, I just felt like a different man compared to the day I did the openers for the TTT. And I was like, oh, tomorrow's going to be a special day. And then literally half an hour after I got off the rollers, I was like, this is going well, you know, uh, let's, let's, let's focus on nutrition, hydration, go, go to the, go to lunch and, you know, get a big bowl of rice and, uh, and normally I would go for something else, you know, just to appease the taste buds. So I went for plain rice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, let's go with a little bit of salad. I go for the, the salad. It was a seal salad. So iceberg lettuce, uh, romaine lettuce, and uh, from scratch, Caesar mm-hmm. dressing. But it was kind of last four spoons of Caesar salad, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're like, I shouldn't, you know, should not that, you know. And it's not full, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I went for it, saying a little bit of, little bit of you know, fiber. Half an hour after lunch, my stomach just goes, you know, that, you know, that rolling rumble, right? Yeah. Oh man, I'm like, not today, you know, not, not, not now, you know, mm. and, and, and I knew at that point that, yeah, things were not great, but you have to lie to yourself till the moment mm. you, you start that time trial. Uh, and then you have to meet yourself where you are on, uh, you know, in that moment, uh, in the time trial. But um, I went to Joel and asked, like somewhere 
two three hours late i went to joel uh, because i knew he had a running running uh, running gut also and i said joel do you have uh, any modium with you and he didn't ask me a single question he knew exactly what was up i took the modium uh, 2 mg um 3 hours later another 2 mg and i wake up the next morning i felt like i'd been hit by a bus you know as like i weighed myself i was weighing myself every day just to keep track of my carb levels and stuff making sure i was hydrated to two and a half kilos under my race weight and i was already at the lightest weight i've ever been in my life 68 mm-hmm. kilos i'm like this is bad uh, i knew it was really bad when i started my tt warm up and i was pulling on my shoes and my left toe cramped and uh, this is despite drinking 5 liters of water or electro i mean the body was just not holding on to anything mm-hmm. um and i started the tt you know as well as i could and and within the first uh, 4 minutes 2 mm-hmm. uh, kilometers i just looked down and at my power meter finally the first 2 minutes was just don't ride too hard that's that's how you have to ride the tt and then by the second uh, by the fourth minute i looked down at my power meter and i and that was like I, I, it just wasn't good you know mm-hmm. it's like the numbers i'm like that felt like 400 watts for 4 minutes mm-hmm. but i was like you know 50 60 watts off and and then the the course had a long gradual climb and uh, you know i was easily 30 40 watts under where i i needed to be something mm-hmm. i could do like repeated for like you know 20 25 minutes I, i couldn't even hold for like you know 2 minutes up a climb and at that point i knew <coughs> it was a shitty day but still you can't like you know just turn off and just ride it in because at this level you turn off ride it and you're going to come dead last yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so i just had to hold my crap together and i told myself rp is going to be high just make sure you hold it as high as you can you mm-hmm. know and after the finish line you deal with you know how you're going to keep the bike up and how you're going to unclip and all of those things and uh, so i bled the most time on the upper part of the course take a u turn tailwind kind of flatish section and then punch punchy climb and then fast to the finish but yeah i lost all my time on the upper part because ultimately in a tt you make time on the slowest part of the course but on a bad day you lose time on the mm-hmm. slowest part of the course so, so it was a bad day we we were watching uh, i mean i was watching the yeah. stream live yeah. stream yeah. Uh, on youtube yeah um you know i have watched you know a lot of your tts yeah. including the mock tts yeah. that you do yeah and i i know when you are really flying yeah. right yeah. Yeah. and i saw that stream i, I you know as first minute i yeah. said yeah. Yeah. something yeah. is yeah. yeah no i mean besides the legs being empty the yeah. other thing was with this um, stomach bug uh i had like this stomach cramp like mm. this knot in the stomach so i couldn't really get into my aero position mm. and so that was really challenging i could like uh, normally what you want to do in an aero position you want to rotate your hips i just couldn't rotate my hips right. so i had to like i had to like curve my spine which leads to a loss of power and so it was like this thing where the legs were i mean that that uh, low hydration status the fact that i couldn't hold on to that last 
24 hours of literally 24 hours of carb loading 11 o'clock was the race 11 o'clock was when the bug hit me 11 11:30 is when it kind of you know my stomach growled and uh, so there wasn't the carb uh, kind of uh, optimal carb loading hydration levels 2 kilos under is like you know they say 1% loss in body weight due to dehydration leads to a 5% loss in power yeah right that's usually the stat 3 to 5% and this was you know this was 2 kilos that's yeah. exactly around 1 1 and 1/2% and i felt it you yeah. know um and um, yeah and so not being able to hold that position so all of it was just like i mean it's just definitely far from my game the fact mm-hmm. that i didn't finish dead last was a miracle um but really it's it's at this level there's zero room for errors mm. um you know yeah and uh, it was a day where nothing nothing went well and uh, yeah and after that uh, i had to take a rest day and then do a 174 km road race yeah. which i which i didn't even prepare for like i right. said i told my co- i told ashin you know let's completely sacrifice the road race mm-hmm. because i was so sure i was going to perform in the itt mm-hmm. and i still believe that's a, a huge possibility and of course i have an entire year to uh, to work towards that um uh, and prove it but um yeah i mean if there's one thing i will change for next asian championships i'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket you know right. i'm going to figure out some way to be prepared for the road race and the and the itt because <clears throat> uh to not finish the road race was really hard mm. i've started four asian championships road races this is the first one i haven't finished of course the fact that i was unhealthy uh, didn't help it mm. but uh at the same time it just didn't feel good to line up for a race where I knew in the back of my head <clears throat> I had not prepared for it you know so that's a really shitty feeling I didn't right. I'd never been in that situation before mm. um and um yeah that's the one thing I will definitely change I won't say I'm going to I'm going to try and gun for the ITT like like as my sole goal but mm. I am going to you know be able to be damn sure that I finish the road race you know right. uh so yeah that's 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 uh, that's one lesson I took away from this one right uh, so you prepare <clears throat> you put all eggs yeah. in one basket you, you you gave your everything yeah and the, the day before you end up yeah. you know yeah. something that uh maybe was not in your control yes and no yes, yes and, and no. no yes yeah. you know in a situation like that yeah. where you are in a unfamiliar yeah. territory yeah. right and you have to eat you yeah. can't Yeah. yeah, you know, carry your rice cooker yeah. and do Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Stuff, right? I mean, you can and you can't, right? I mean, you know, we paid close to 6 or close to 6 to 10 lakhs in excess baggage mm-hmm. as an Indian team. Okay. Right? And then this goes back to kind of the lack of this one person being in charge of the whole, you know, uh project, right? Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> we could have bought like a kitchen <laughs> you know i mean it, there are these inefficiencies so it's a yes and no thing right, right. And, and you can't fault anyone mm. but at the same time uh that inefficiency exists you know and it's systemic maybe right? next time you take your kitchen i mean it. next time uh, yeah, see next time yeah ultimately you know i have fallen sick like this from food poisoning at a buffet because of a salad once before it happened in 2020 uh, 2012 at the tour de india mm. and sometimes you learn a lesson and you create the set of rules in your head right you say okay don't touch the you know don't touch the i don't know the uh, yeah i mean 
you have to be super conscious about what you put mm. in your in your mouth as an athlete especially at a big event right mm. it's why when i go to nationals i carry my own kettle where i boil my own eggs i only eat muesli i only i only drink tetra pak milk because in 2014 nationals i fell sick from drinking water that was filled from a refillable water source and i said from now on only bottled water you know mm. um so you create these rules but this rule you know this last experience negative experience that happened was almost 10 years ago right. so i guess one of the one of the it it perhaps shows how long i've been in this sport but uh, i forgot about that lesson right i forgot hey don't touch that last serving of salad you know mm. uh, if it's not on top it could be the salad that was sitting there from you know last night's dinner that they just stopped off right mm. and um, yeah so it's these small rules and you look at the japanese guys who were sitting next to us and the kazakh guys who were sitting next to us the astana boys and they were eating from the buffet 3 days before 4 days before but the night before they had bought the rice cooker in from their room you know mm. and the japanese have done this uh, for the past 4 5 years you know and the kazakhs i mean vinukurov's there he's an olympic champion he's the general manager of their team right and if he saw his athletes like do something mm. he would say hey stupid don't do that right mm. we don't have anyone with that level of experience and i'm the guy who's telling everyone to. the funny thing is i was pulling joel's leg cuz all he was eating was caesar salad mm. right and um and the funny thing is the season salad is what i said that like mm. two days before and the season salad is what got me you know so mm. sometimes you know mm. but um you know it's also a resource thing right um yeah i mean yeah some teams just have that little bit more or they know where to or they know where to put that little bit more of you know resources that they have like the japanese team were also being their own canned uh, fish cans canned salmon to the table mm. you know and they weren't eating any salad you right. know uh so i don't know what they were doing for fiber but mm. <laughs> so lessons learned and right. and you take it forward and you try not not to repeat it right. so thailand next year um so let's see <laughs> the weather is going to be interesting it's going to be hot today. it's going to be hot and humid yeah, yeah. so um coming back to the question yeah. of how how do you deal with it? yeah i mean the only way that to deal with yeah the only way to deal with it is to have something to look forward to right something that's bigger uh something that's uh yeah ultimately you have to uh <laughs> that that cheesy saying right there's a reason why the the windshield is bigger than the rear view mirror right <laughs> um yeah it's because if your rear view mirror is bigger than your windshield you're going to end up crashing into something you're going to end up stopping right mm. um and it's simple as that i mean i look as soon as this was over um the only disappointment that i had was how am i going to explain this to the federation and stuff like that because this is a system that the federation doesn't exist unless they have results mm. anyone who doesn't produce results is um uh is 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 uh, uh it, it needs replacement right so my biggest concern was man okay i didn't finish the didn't, didn't produce a result in that tt didn't produce a result in the tdt okay how how do i you know prove the system that you're still the guy <coughs> you're still the guy right and 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 then very quickly i realized you know what i've been in the same situation before you can't um move in this sport 
by trying to please people. You just focus on yourself and you focus on your performance and you make sure that you're taking the steps you need to improve, you know? Mm. And so, uh, yeah, I thought about that in the moments, you know, in the few mo- moments after and for a day or two after. And then I was like, you know what, slap, snap yourself out of this. Just focus on yourself, right? Ignore everything else, ignore all the competition, all of that. Uh, you've been here before, you know what it takes to, to you know, to perform at the top level. You just have to get through all those hoops, right? Mm. And that's a choice you have to make. It's different being an elite athlete representing your country versus just being someone who's pushing themselves in training every day, right? right. Um, in training every day, you have no one to disappoint except yourself and your expectations. Uh, when you're representing the country, you have to, uh, you know, you're also kind of trying to appease the the people who make the decisions, right? Uh, so how do we get over a disappointment like this? Yeah, have bigger goals in front of you, you know? Mm-hmm. Before I go into any event of mine, <clears throat> the, the, day, the world ends on the day the event is, but uh, I define my horizon before uh, the event's actually over. You know, you say there is something else on the horizon, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Europe in the summer, whether it's uh, uh, nationals this year, whether it's Asian championships in Thailand next year, you know, um, whether it's this, uh, you know, can I create a situation where, so the Asian championships, the reason why it's the sole focus of mine, because it's the only time I get to represent the country mm in the discipline that I have focused on and in the discipline where I control all the variables. Unfortunately, I don't control all the variables in an ITT when I represent India. I don't book my tickets. I don't book my hotel room. I don't pick the most efficient way to that day where I perform at the Asian level. At, the, at nationals, I had one of my best days in my life on a GT bike. The reason for that is because I do everything. I book my hotels. I pick my support crew, right? And so I ask myself, okay, is there a situation where I can represent the country on the top level in a time trial that doesn't have any dependency on the system? And so um, the answer to that is yes, right? There is. There are things I can do. Um, I can't go to the world championships for myself, uh, but I can do an event like uh, Chrono Donation, right? Which is like the the most famous one day time trial that's not the world championships, mm-hmm. right? Happens in October, a month after the world championships. And everyone who does the world championships in the time trial does Chrono Donation, right? It happens in France every year. And um, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, I define, I, I kind of set this goal in my head, okay give up on everything, like anything that involves systemic dependency, but where I'm trying to perform by peak level, let's sacrifice that. Let's sacrifice the Asian games, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Because at certain point, you're like, you don't want to keep repeating that same thing where your hands are tied, Mm -hmm. you do all the work, but your hands are tied on race day, right? Coming to the next thing, right? The, you mentioned that this is a chicken and egg kind of situation, but for as for the association and all the you know forces yeah. at the at the helm, yeah. look at the results, yeah. right? Yeah, and uh, they would look at uh, an year like this and yeah. say, you know, you know, it's it's not really you know worth worth no it, optimism, right? right? right. So, yeah, and how 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 can we help help it? in that situation it's a tough one i mean uh, ultimately as an athlete um, you have to kind of earn the support with results right? mm-hmm. and yeah federation's job is to make sure that 
I mean, every country has this argument, right? Mm. Whether it's Australia, I mean, every every three years, their their head of their federation gets, you know, their CEO gets sacked and gets replaced by another guy. And it's this constant underlying narrative where it's like the governing body of the sport is not looking at grassroots growth of the sport. It's just focused on Olympic, you know, level, uh, you know, uh, Olympic development programs and Olympic medals. Mm. At the end of the day, you have to think about it, right? I mean, it's it's economics. It's like, a national governing body, its its administration, its executives get don't get a salary unless they say the word Olympics as many times as they can. <laughs> it's like Olympics, Olympics, Olympics. The more they say it, the, the the more money comes in, right? And so Asian champs and all of those things are. It's just like it just it allows them to say Olympics with a little bit more confidence, right? And so okay, as an athlete, you have to realize. Uh, you have to focus on your job, which is performing at the next step that's available to you to perform at, right? right. Um, so yeah, we have to, we we have, everyone's got to do their job. The Federation's doing their job and, and uh, the reason why we get these opportunities as the road program to, you know, say perhaps go to the Asian Games is because they're doing a phenomenal job uh, with the track program, right? Mm-hmm. There's no questioning that. Right? And because of that, cycling is actually you know, uh, has opportunity. I mean, so we did these trials three weeks before the Asian Championships. Uh, but the, uh, the reason why we had it is because the top scheme uh, uh, CEO was there, right? And um, <clears throat> it's this uh, it's this idea of uh, making the sport more transparent. Because in the past, if you were na- if I was national champion, I would get a starting spot. But um, if the top schemes, uh, you know, executives are there they want to see that there is uh, a genuine trials, you know, happening. Uh, and there's this transparency, right? Um, yeah, and and, and uh, it's got a lot to do with, it's, it's when stuff goes bad that you have to put rules in place to some extent, right? Okay. So in other sport, there were a couple other sports where people are getting selected on kind of this, in some cases, arbitrary basis. And the national governing bodies were getting sued by these individual athletes, right? Who were saying this isn't fair. Mm-hmm. And so this process was put in place so that no one could say there wasn't a trials, right? Mm-hmm. And so while it might not be ideal for performance, uh, it's necessary so the governing body doesn't get sued into uh, right. existence, right? So you, you have to realize there's, there's so many different dimensions to it and you're just a small, you know, player in that thing. But at the same time, you just got to focus on your job, which is perform. Yeah, perform and... So, I mean, uh, looking at the results, yeah. in, uh, it is the gaps seem so yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, what what are the chances so, of uh, bridging those? Yeah, big gaps? I mean, to be honest, at the end of the day, um, you know, the gaps to like uh, Kazakhstan and it was Uzbekistan, you know, mm-hmm. um, those two are the top two in the in the ITT. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Kazakhstan is there mere pros i mean they are professionals right i mean uh and in kazakhstan look at look at where every country is okay kazakhstan is the most dominant asian cycling country right Mm. Uh, they're the only country with a world tour team Uh, their name their capital's name is on a world tour team they have they're the only country in asia who has an olympic gold medalist Kurov, right and if you have an olympic gold medalist you better have a damn good cycling culture or mm. uh, uh, an elite cycling culture in your mm. country, right? After Carapaz wins Olympic gold, Ecuador is like going to be a cycling superpower. Like the number of Ecuadorian professionals we're going to see over the next eight years is going to be huge, right? So 
the effect of winning a olympic gold medal cannot be under, understated right yeah. <clears throat> which is why everything goes towards that right uh, but <clears throat> the chance that that happens is extremely low yeah. right i mean vanat was supposed to win the olympic gold medal right yeah. but he didn't um so um it's 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 to some extent it's it's a gamble right mm-hmm. uh, of course there's nobody from india who can ever <laughs> win an olympic gold medal in this generation mm-hmm. right that's that's like outside of the realm of probability right mm-hmm. not even on track not even on the track mm-hmm. right um so yeah so so uh, i mean the 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 original question was uh, the level is correct how do you is that level closable right mm-hmm. it will take multiple generations the answer is simple right mm. even even with our track program the sprinters they're they're in glasgow uh, mm. now uh, for the opening of the nations cup right mm. um they have world junior champions um not not the current the former they are going to get their asses handed to them at this nations cup right and the chance that any of these athletes are going to perform at the elite level it's pretty damn low right mm. because they have they're going from the most well supported four human beings in cycling on the track as juniors mm. like no other program not even the elite british or australian program had as much money and backing and focus as these four boys they're going from that to competing with guys <clears throat> who are twice their size who have 10 years of experience who just have phenomenal support systems so um and and the gaps are going to be big but they're the first generation that tasted like a gold medal right mm-hmm. and uh and at the junior level. at the junior level mm-hmm. right and the magic is going to be what happens when they step up to the elite level and what happens when they hang up their boots or if they're able to have a long career which would be very hard in track cycling is incredibly hard is about 10 people in the world who have long cycling careers and all of them are from germany mm-hmm. <laughs> because you know they're uh, it's really well supported and um or, or or if they're part of the you know british olympic program right uh, like uh, um so yeah i mean it's yet to be seen like mm-hmm. whether we can close those gaps but the only way you can close those gaps is if you are consistent mm-hmm. and you keep keep at it Right. you know in every single discipline i mean no one gets consistent by thinking about it or in one generation and like it's easy to get caught up in the fact that we've got junior world champions but to consistently show up that's the that's where we're going to close the gaps right, right. and it's going to take like uh, it's not going to happen till i hang up my bike you mm-hmm. know um until you know there's a coach on the road side of things that uh that's able to be that one guy who you know takes all responsibility you know from beginning to end who's the cleaner you know make sure the the the, the floor is swept and the lights are off um uh it's not going to happen you know so uh but at the same time while i'm competing i have to focus on making all the mistakes possible uh and making as many unique mistakes as possible and 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 going to trials that are 3 weeks before going to a trials that is a week before going to trials that are 6 months before not going to trials um it it's the accumulation of all that experience that will allow us to take those next steps mm. you know um so yeah it's just part of the journey so you have to appreciate it mistakes that doesn't uh, uh, don't uh, doesn't involve uh, scissors alive now yeah exactly <laughs> no scissors <are> alive <laughs>
yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, that that was that, that was uh, something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So while it was, you know, a disappointing outing in in some sense, um, it lot of learnings. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. it's that that's the thing people don't realize behind successes. There are there are there is no such thing. has a no one night success right mm-hmm. i mean it's people know the saying but yeah everyone hopes that the next time we line up on the start line this is the time mm-hmm. right this is the one this is this is going to be that podium moment right? right and that's the cool part of it it's that it's that chase right i mean when i line up or when i when i left india on that flight um me and arvind were the only two people who believed that i could produce uh, the result in that time trial individual time trial because i've been this come the closest he lifted up the bar my job he finished fourth he finished seventh he seventh. finished seventh but uh, 40 uh, 40, yeah, 40 seconds off the podium right mm-hmm. he and i were the only two people who believed mm-hmm. in that's the for this asian championships that was our most likely you know that that defining moment and we believed it but you know yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, one one thing that yeah. I I kind of um, uh, uh, wanted to kind of get a understanding was yeah. the Joel situation, mm. the support. Uh, he was there as a backup, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joel, I mean Joel, and there were two guys. I mean, ultimately there were four of us who started the TTT, and then there were two more riders. Okay, right? They were supposed to start the TTT. Mm-hmm. um Joel's a strong rider but he doesn't know I mean he doesn't have that experience he's never ridden a TTT in his life correct right yeah and then the sixth person was a guy named Manohar mm. uh who had a good day in the the trials mm. that's about it okay he knew it we knew it mm. and we know each other. I mean we've all been in this sport for long enough right. right um and at the end of the day you have to make a call for who uh, which four start the TTT in a ttt it's crazy but our fourth guy mm. we were just afraid that we were going to get crashed out by him <laughs> yeah manji and we told him as yeah. much you know yeah. like do not crash us out whatever you do yeah. <clears throat> i have a ttt the next day arvind has a road race in 3 days and so when you have a fear like that that one of your teammates is going to possibly crash you out that's not an ideal place to be in starting a, yeah. a ttt and we had our limitations i mean um you know training was in patiala uh arvind was in uh in meerut in kaladunga i was in bangalore um i have a work i have a job you know arvind has uh, has a job the boys some of the boys are like young and they have no responsibilities right mm-hmm. i mean if i leave uh, bangalore and 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 go to the middle of india uh, i'm not going to have a roof over my head right? right um so it's it's challenging right it's not like it's not like you get paid to go to camp Right? right it's a, ultimately it's a sacrifice you have to mm-hmm. decide i mean uh, th- that would be an easy choice to make if the camp was say in belgium mm-hmm. right if they said you're going to belgium for a two month camp i'm like yes i'm coming yeah. <laughs> you know the, uh, the, i i i can make that work that's better than the quality of training i can do at home but if i can train better at home and be healthy mm-hmm. uh, the optimal choice is that right, right. um 
so you, yeah. you don't get to practice as a team uh, that's the other the that's the other thing and right. yeah that's like seems like an obvious thing to tackle and then the federation said as much you know you guys have to show up to camp and and practice on the ttt like after the asian uh, trials that we had three weeks before but um, i mean literally we don't know if we're going to be part of the team and so then i travel there with just my tt bike so i have to travel back home and then travel with all my stuff and it's just like logistically so inefficient right and it's a challenge it's it's challenging right mm. so um yeah so there's there's a lot of things that slip between the cracks but right. it's just one of it uh, so joel didn't make the tgt team because there wasn't enough starting spots and then joel and manohar between the two of them to be honest the the best four guys started the tgt and the road race i mean uh, joel also doesn't have that experience of riding at the level like i mean the road race in at an asian championships it starts hard and never lets up till the finish yeah i mean it's not like a bbch race or it's not like nationals you know yeah. it's it's a top level race i mean the course was like crazy it was tough it was, it was like tough it was long climb i was so underestimated this is the hardest asian championships course it was straight it was in the city yeah. fast and furious out of the city into a block headwind 22 k's an hour headwind um at one point uh, we were the back of the the race arvind me uh, a guy who just finished parinis <laughs> and uh, and at one point there was like five six of us and we were rotating but then uh, me arvind and a pakistani who was with us stopped rotating immediately the walter guy he just put us in the gutter he was riding there was a median and there was a white line and he was riding literally on the sidewalk he put us in the gutter we i mean i i was the first of the week guys like it was me the pakistani dude and arvind i ate wind for like about 25 30 minutes and then i just blew and then because when you're the first person on the wheel of the guy who's guttering you that's the worst place to be yeah you know and i'm not an asshole so i was like leaving a little place for uh, uh, the pakistani behind me and 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 arvind i i just blew i mm. just blew i mean i was uh, and then the, the other boys managed to kind of dig in and finish the race i was like there's no point you know <laughs> right, right. yeah and that, that this was it was uh, quite the experience it was a uh, i mean after two and a half almost three years of not racing at this level at some uh, yeah i mean it's i mean you can train as hard as you uh, as you want but to race at this level you need to come in with uh, you know some sort of calibration as to the yeah, in the, the previous level. years you you um, were able to go to so belgium and uh, go to australia uh, yeah just the preparation was so different right and here there weren't any of those options uh, every other country was in front of us though they had done some racing before this mm-hmm. kazakhstan like i said world tour racing uh, the iranians the uzbeks the uh japanese the everyone literally yeah. all of the asian countries had just spent uh two months uh in turkey doing one day uci one day uh, one day races so yeah i mean we all know what we need to do but sometimes the hands are tied as to be able to do it you know so yeah, yeah. all right so i wish you all the best for the goals ahead yeah like uh, you said looking ahead 
Yeah, uh, there is a reason uh, why the windshield is windshield there. Windshield is not my coat. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 exactly. Someone smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. So let's forward. look 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 forward and uh, maybe maybe uh, uh, eight, sub eighteen thirty Nandi. <laughs> <laughs> if Nandi doesn't wash away, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think it will. Let's hope so. Yeah, looking forward to that. Awesome. Thanks again for taking the time. Pleasure. That was my conversation with Navin John. I hope you enjoyed that. If you are enjoying these podcasts and are finding them useful, please consider subscribing to the channel on YouTube as well as on your favorite podcasting app. It really helps. Thanks again for your continuous support. See you next week with another guest.